0: Everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. We are up to number 45. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Trauma. Somewhere out there is Neil in the thunderstorms of Illinois. Hey, Neil, how you doing?
1: I am doing fine tonight. How are you, Thomas? Are you okay? I'm good. You know,
0: if this episode were a president, it would be Donald Trump.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So hopefully it won't <laughs> be that much of a train wreck, but I, I got a feeling it has it has potential.
1: Uh, potential <laughs> like to, to, to be a put- train wreck. Excellent. We'd I'm like to welcome our, all the
0: people who uh, have joined us since the, the Joe King interview. We picked up a bunch of new people, so hopefully you know, they came for Joe and stayed for the rest of us.
1: Yes, stayed for 43 so. and 44, hopefully. They were good episodes, too. They
0: were. They're all good. They're all good. We all could, good. We it's
1: all good content.
0: Exactly. Um, actually, so let's go socials real quick. Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, which I we see we got a lot of new people on there, too. That's awesome. Send us a message or, or don't or whatever. Um, we try to put content on there regularly to you know keep send you the, us your send stickers. us
1: your address and you'll get free stickers shit like that. Yes,
0: that's right, that's right. Don't be afraid to send your address and I'll send you some stickers. I think I have a couple that I'm waiting to send out right now, but I'm mostly up to date. So, um, and of course, punk till I die seventy seven at gmail.com. We've had some good letters, but we're not going to read them today because we have. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say less of a guest than somebody to come yeah. Yeah. hang he out with. Does, right?
1: He doesn't count as a guest. I don't even know if well, he no, counts as a he person. Counts, he no, counts, counts, less Listen, human. he, he <laughs> counts as
0: a guest, but he, he might be the least famous guest we've <laughs> ever had. Oh, me, the you like that, Apple, He's got the bigger podcast. Hey, uh, hey let, let me give you an introduction that will make you sound like you're the most important man on the earth. I suck at introductions. I always flub them. So you're the one guy. I'm, you're going to get the best introduction. So oh boy, our guest today is involved with no less than two sometimes three podcasts he plays in at least two bands he runs a recording studio out of his home and also has worked may still work at a very well-known recording studio that, that everybody who's a 90s punk fan will know he is a new father he is the second <laughs> longest jesus christ staffer at punk news what else greg what else you got <sighs> anyway, our guest today is Greg, our guest today is Greg Simpson. <laughs> <a little> <laughs> yeah, wow, Tom. You know I mean? Thanks. That was that was pretty good, man. Well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like, like we have like real famous people on. And I can't get it out, but with you, it says, "Oh, the, the 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 kudos, the credentials."
2: <laughs> yeah, congratulations on Joe King, by the way. That uh, I, I I got about halfway through that one walking the dog today, and
0: uh, I he's an you know, interesting character. A- yeah, no, he is—he's a good dude. I think at the end of the day, and I think that's—that's that's, uh, important, you know. So I'm—I'm I'm I'm really yeah, bummed
2: but, that the timing didn't work out for me touring with the Riptides with uh, oh, opening up right, for them.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Craig played on the last Riptides album a little bit. So okay, so let's. So, a, a
2: little bit. I'm the right channel guitar on the whole thing.
0: <laughs> Are you really? Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. And I do synths. Since, since Yeah, uh, that's a bummer that tour never happened. I was hoping to meet. Actually, I'm—I'm I'm gonna have. Wanting to have Andy on really quick here, I know you guys were working on a project. I don't know if you're ready to talk about that yet, but, but, uh, and I want to talk to you about some Riptide stuff and and like political correctness and stuff like that because we're, cool. that's like things things. <laughs> Hold on, the, ri-
1: the Riptides have synths now. Did you just say?
0: Oh, it was oh, like,
2: like it was like some a little like a organy arc. kind of. Um, yeah, it, it was more like
0: organ type stuff. I just I did it on my old synthesizer. Hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't like the intro to uh, like. The it's final like, countdown by Europe or something like so that. It's
1: like Two Boy <laughs> Army or something like that. No, Amazing.
0: no, it, it's it's no, not at all. It was definitely more like a definitely more good Oregon. It was only on a couple of tracks. Yeah, but um, so so Greg and I actually met through kind of through podcasting. We've both been involved with Punk News for every number of years. What are you at, Greg? Like seventeen years or something? Uh, for uh, working at Punk News, I started yeah. in two thousand two, so I just had
2: my eighteenth. Wow, Punk dude, news you birthday. Really need, you really need to get a life.
1: <laughs> well so what a, but, i would agree with that <laughs> but so what do you do for what What do you do with punk news these days
2: well i mean i'm pretty much just a podcasting guy at this point you know both best midwestern and this might be a podcast are both you know on the same network as you guys you know the punk news network yeah. and yeah and so i'm putting out uh four this might be a podcast a month and usually one best midwestern a month We're we're trying to up it to two um and I'll still write a thing on occasion. You know, I'll do some of the lists. I, I, I usually will chime in for some of the bigger features, but I, I am only writing like maybe five or less reviews a year. It used to be a lot more. That's what I did at first. How, but... many,
0: how many do you get? What are you up to total, Greg? For reviews?
2: On, on reviews? Do it doesn't really keep the running total anymore. It used to, but well, it stops I mean, after
0: 250.
2: Right. It's It's probably around, it's probably between four and 500 at this
0: point. When I came aboard, my goal, my goal was to write 250 because that was where the law, the algorithm ended, yeah. or the whatever they call it, logarithm. My wife's home. Hey, algorithm? Um Whatever. But anyway, you, Thank you. you end at 250. Thank you very much. The rhythm method. Hey, my wife says hi, Greg.
1: <laughs> hi. <laughs> why isn't she? saying <laughs> anyway, why is she saying hi to me?
0: Well, she doesn't Rude. know you, Greg. Or she doesn't know you. Neil. <laughs> you but, don't know yeah, me she,
1: either. Apparently, she, this is awesome. She, she actually. She,
0: yeah, we've met before. She actually didn't. She actually didn't say hello. She just. She just came. She and flipped gave me kids him off. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. My, uh, my, my, my pal uh, Scott, who Neil knows, his uh, wife. I, I actually was kidding with him about how I'm gonna have to call the cops because they appear to be running some kind of an illegal hair salon out of <laughs> her kitchen, and my, half my family was over there getting haircuts. So. <laughs> Fight the power, guys! Fight the power. But hey, anyway, okay. So anyway, my goal was to write two hundred and fifty because that was like where the computer kept, quit keeping track. But I did that quite a few years ago. So or a couple oh, yeah. years ago. So I'm actually, I want to hit five hundred now. That's my goal. But I'm I've yeah. You've down. probably
2: caught, you've probably caught up to me by now. But I mean, that I'm was at like,
0: like four thirty something. I think I have, it, I have it. written down. Yeah, I mean, it went I'm so an far back. Of firstborn.
2: right i mean i was a a junior in college when i started writing for them and i was not even thinking that it would be anything that lasted more than like a year or whatever and i did not keep tabs on on stuff i i mean there's so many things i've reviewed that i've forgotten about i do remember what my very first review was and i always post that what was it uh it was it was a ska punk band called codename rocky oh for fuck's sake i gave it a a uh, six out of ten, I think. Oh, good
1: well, good for you. At least you didn't give it like a four and a half like most people give everything on that site. <laughs> it's almost perfect.
2: That's just Ronaldo. Oh, so, Julie is pretty me. critical. Julie brings, brings the hammer down sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But she reviews some nonsense, though.
0: Yeah, she's mostly nonsense. I think but, she uh, liked the new Green Day. If I'm not yes, mistaken, yes, that's yeah, it's right.
1: It's she good. said that was. A, I think they said that was a nine. I but believe.
0: that's her age. I get that. She's she's probably a little younger than you, Greg. So she got into it a little different. I get that. No, it's fine. I like I like what she brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but there the is fact the matter. What's
1: that? <laughs> they Tom being nice.
0: Well, listen. <laughs> I, I I try to get along with everybody. I I've. I've I've stepped in a few bombs. I've been with punk, uh, with punk News for six years, and I've definitely stepped on some bombs along the way and had a few interpersonal conflicts. But the fact of the matter is, I do it for fun, and if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. And I've, I've been stuck at home, so I've been writing reviews again. So I'll probably still nice. get to my, to my 25 or whatever for the year to do my year-end list. But, but yeah, we that. also we also been podcasting like mad. We've been doing uh, oftentimes two or three a week. Yes. Yeah, so
1: I think one week we did four in a week.
0: We did, and yeah. it's wow. too much. Yeah, to we to we to we to because we're going to burn ourselves out. But but we have access to so many guests at the moment because nobody can tour that everybody's mm-hmm. looking to promote their stuff. I mean, we have you know access to you know Greg Simpson caliber guests if we're being yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I think I saw yep. a homeless guy down guitars. the street who we could get on. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I saw guitars him guitars for the Riptides.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's,
0: That's right. <laughs> right. Have, yeah. So. So are you okay? So you you're doing the two podcasts now. Explain.
1: Oh, explain the podcast. No, yeah. Explain. Yeah, explain yeah, the two podcasts people, that you do because ones... I don't understand them. So. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Explain,
2: explain, explain guy, what, what a podcast, your...
1: podcast is. No, no, uh. the content, my friend. <laughs> yes, content. Come on.
2: Sorry, come on, come on keep I, I it up. taught, I taught a, a podcasting class at the park district for a few years and there was one woman who came in now English was her second language so I'm hoping I think it had something to do with that but basically after I gave my opening spiel and blah blah, blah I'm
0: like are there any questions to start and she goes what is podcast and I'm like oh my oh, <laughs> well, Neil, you were you were telling me about how you tried to explain it to your ninety-something-year-old mother. Yeah, to my oh, mother. Yeah, that that was, that was excellent.
1: I'm just like, you know what, Ma? I do a radio show. Okay, it's a radio that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Where can yeah, I yeah. Listen just, to uh, it on the internet. <laughs> it basically Where can is I listen to it? Radio. You can't. Where can yeah. I watch it? Yeah, Great. Uh, Great. Uh, on that yeah.
1: wireless she has from 1945. I don't think she'll pick it up.
0: All right, you, you explain so, the podcast, Greg. I have to go show yeah, my sure. wife because it's swimming and. They're splashing around. You going? You want <laughs> to pee?
1: You going to pee again? Aren't you?
0: They're splashing nicely. He's going to go they pee should in the pool. While I'm up, but no. Jesus! Go <laughs> piss in the pool.
2: Be <laughs> on the slip and slide.
1: <laughs> Come on, Greg. These two podcasts <laughs> no, that you okay. do, explain so, to the public what they're about. I
2: don't know if we were going to hear window slamming and such. So, Best Midwestern uh, has been going for over five years now, and that one is with my friend Scott Heisel, who is actually the guy who recruited me into Punk News in the first place. We went to college together. And Scott Heisel went on to uh, work at Alternative Press for a decade. He was the um, um, he was the head reviews editor, I believe. I'm trying to remember what he worked up to over there. But yeah, he was at Alternative Press for a while, which got him a lot of connections and a lot of friends in in the scene. And so Bestman Western Western um, was actually an offshoot of my first midwestern podcast which was called two gregs one podcast with my other friend greg moore
0: so which was a spinoff of two girls one cup exactly that's that's the joke which do, do uh people which even get that I know anymore how old
2: people are that if they get it that's a yeah that's a that's an age. Uh, yeah determined pretty as well. sure yeah, so yeah so so that was my first podcast started in 2012 and then best Midwestern started five years ago um when we shifted uh my co-hosts to Scott, and so just like the name suggests, it's all about Midwestern music, and it's typically had a focus on um, punk and indie stuff, though we have branched out into um, other genres, and we're currently almost done with a state-by-state project where each episode uh, is about uh, like a very deep dive into the music of a particular state of uh, all genres, Um, talking about even even stuff we hate, but only playing clips from stuff we like. Basically informing people about all the musicians they may or may not know that were born in a state, or, um, you know, and just uh, telling people the best of the stuff going back, you know, over 100 years on most of them, way back. And then, Hmm. uh, this might be a
0: podcast, (laughs) is a They Might Be Giants. Guess who they didn't have on as a guest when they did Michigan? That's right.
2: Oh, I know. that's right. Oh,
1: Bastards. Hey, yeah. Do you guys talk about wrestling too? Do you guys have a wrestling podcast?
2: No. Scott likes wrestling, and I uh, maybe that's where like I've heard. I I I, maybe
1: I heard about. one episode, and he was talking about wrestling. Maybe.
2: Yeah. That, yeah. I usually, that sense? Mon, I usually try to go to. I usually try to go to him on into saying something about wrestling. Okay. I, I have no <laughs> idea. I haven't watched since the uh, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior era back when I was in elementary school. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this might be a podcast. Is a. Fan podcast of the band, They Might Be Giants. And uh, the reason for the name... So most people call They Might Be Giants TMBG. So I'm TMBP for a podcast. This might be a podcast, and it's a song-by-song podcast. And They Might Be Giants have around 800 songs. So... Wow. You got you guys are punk till you die. I'll be talking about they might be giants till I die. And if they don't stop putting out albums, I'm in deep trouble because they put out three albums in two thousand eighteen and they're supposed to have one come out this year. Really? So even even though they're they're well Flansburg, John Flansburg just hit sixty. Eight hundred songs. Yes.
1: But what is <laughs> it But what is it to say about each song? What what do you say? This one is really uh, good, this one is not so, so, so it's good. So short
0: so so the, the episodes you? the episodes tend to be pretty short. They're not like uh, they're not like us, you Neil, know, where we ramble for two hours about. So, are you
2: sure about that?
1: It's more <laughs> focus.
0: Well, they are. They usually not, under an hour, right? Not really. Right? Um, no?
2: Typically, well, it depends how chatty my guest is, because I've my guest is who picks the song. Your guest. And I've had. You have like,
1: somebody else that likes that band.
2: <laughs> I've had over a hundred <laughs> guests on right now. So I've had most of my guests have been you know normal fans and folks. So I've had some more famous uh, musicians and such on. I had John D'Arneal from The Mountain Goats on. I had Franz Nikolai from Hold Steady. You know who, uh, the rapper open Mike Eagle. Are? don't know who that uh, is. Hutch Harris from The Thermals, Mike Cargivation and Records. Okay. You, yeah, <laughs> stop you, you mumbling, you
0: need, Neil. Stop mumbling. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you need to start listening to stuff from, uh, you know, that's past 1985 or whatever. I don't even know. I do. I just don't know any of those um,
1: people you just mentioned. That's
2: all. Okay. Well. The listeners will know, trust me. Sorry, I believe me. I I don't think I, I don't think our, don't listeners, think
0: all our listeners, listeners will, buddy. Our listeners are in our image, I think.
2: <laughs> our listeners are just listening to three people talk at the same time, so they can't understand anything. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, uh yeah, so we're I'm about to put out episode 85. Though thanks to the pandemic, I've recorded all the way to episode 106. Wow. And Shit. uh so I have if I only release one a week, I could stop recording now and make it all the way till October shit. Though, I uh, currently, since I'm making money on the Patreon, I have an assistant editor, and on occasion I'll do two uh, uh, episode weeks, and I'll uh, hire him to do one of them, which is really nice to not have to do the you editing. You
0: an assistant editor? The, hold Holy on. Ex-
2: explain. Explain. Explain.
1: how I guess you're the
0: editor and I'm the assistant editor, so how are you? How am
1: How are you making money on Patreon from doing of these animal giants or whatever the hell they're called? podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, I think right. if You're I curated, ambiguous.
0: they Seriously might.
2: Abused. I <laughs> think if I curated, they might be giants' playlist for you. You might like them. They are uh, very
1: I, much I, influenced I by punk. I don't post just.
0: I, I like the band a little bit, but I know maybe like twenty songs. I don't know eight hundred songs. That's for sure. Sure, yeah, I know, sure. I know
1: one song. I think. Don't you have a song so, about a, a birdhouse or something?
2: No, a yeah, birdhouse, birdhouse
0: yourself. That's the yeah. one yeah, I know.
1: Soul.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I have uh, forty-three. Patrons right now, and I have exclusive episodes. I do at least one a month, which are on varying topics. So instead of just being about a song, um, oh yeah, and you'd ask the question like each each episode, you know, usually I'll, I'll my guests will pick the song, so it's one that they like. And um, first, usually they tell me about you know their story about how they got into uh, the band because the the band's been around since 1983 so like all depending on the age of my guest there's all these different stories there we talk about the song like we break down stuff musically very in depth like i get into a lot of my dorky music theory stuff music teachery type stuff arrangement uh genres that they work in because their songs are all over the place and um and then we talk about the lyrics and their lyrics are always very um cryptic and dark and like hard to interpret you know it's not just on the surface like like a lot of these hardcore bands, you know, they just tell you exactly what they're singing about. Uh, so there is quite a lot to talk about, <laughs> okay, and great. Uh, and we score the songs because it's fun to argue about how good stuff is, which is what we're going to be doing. Uh, and then my my Patreon episodes, um, have, my Patreon episodes have just like different topics. Like I, I'm doing one. The one that's coming up is um, with all accordion players oh, for because they might be giants feature <laughs> tell uh, him, tell accordion prominently. <laughs> I'll, it's if, killing if me. If you say if you besmirch, <laughs> me. If you besmirch the instrument one more time, I'm gonna go get one, one of my accordions. I have more than one. Um, Jesus, what? And I will play it uh, throughout the episode. Hey, let's, All
1: right, play,
2: let's, let's 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 play a song, let's, everybody. Let's play one of those hardcore songs to break up the accordion action here. Jesus. And this one's by They Might Be Giants. It's called Stompbox. That's their that's their most hardcore song. If I had to pick one, is it? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to oh, play that. Tom, why don't you pick something <laughs> to
1: play, like- buddy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what am I getting? Oh, what did I pick, Neil? I'm- I am forgot already. Oh, let's do... Uh, Richard hung himself, because so- that's about what I feel that's like doing right, right now. <laughs> that's It's a, a perfect seg. This is D.I. Richard hung himself.
3: Yeah.
1: Is there you go. Didn't it? Didn't have himself? No, no accordion. No accordion in that one, I'm afraid. No, no.
0: So, so, so you're doing your podcast, Greg. So obviously, you know your bands aren't really doing anything as far as playing gigs right now because nobody's playing gigs right now. You, um, you. Are you still doing both bands? You're still doing yeah the ones with the ones with your wife. So I assume that you're that one's gonna last unless something catastrophic happens, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, they're both still going. Yeah.
2: Outdoor Valor is with Kara and uh, my three other dudes, uh, Steve, Joe, oh, and Andy. Oh, that's right. You got a
0: full band now.
2: Yep. And we are in the middle of. Um, well, I'm am still writing songs, but I've got ten songs for our next album and probably still more coming. And since I have my my studio here, the one at my house here, Valor Underground. We uh, are pretty much like demos are really not a thing anymore. Just like when I'm writing a song, it's getting recorded well immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking, of, yeah, when uh, you guys were talking to Joe Queer, talking about how like, you know, these days with recording equipment and stuff, and he said he's got that studio, it's like, put a good mic up to the amp right away. And then, you know, there's your guitar track. <laughs> you know, you don't need to redo it. And that's basically what I've been doing.
0: Um, writing right, as we'll I go. Early on, right? What's that? Sometimes you get your most inspired take early on, and after you exactly. play it, that the riff's not going to have the same liveliness to it. Yeah. yeah,
2: if you make yourself sick of it, right? Yeah. Sometimes so first idea, to, best idea, so yeah. that's
0: Doppelpopolis or that's or no, that's, that's Outdoor um... what, what
2: What's it called? Out, outdoor Valore. What?
0: Outdoor so, Valore. So that's his okay. he Does this wife? That's more like okay. an indie rock thing. I'm not gonna. Go, I'm gonna go ahead and not recommend that to you, Neil. Okay. <laughs> but he plays in like a, a pretty cool, like punk, like uh, kind of grungy punk indie band called Doppelpopolis, too. Yeah. Doppelpopolis.
2: Doppelpopolis.
0: Doppelpopulus.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Doppelpopolis. It's cuz there's cuz there's the two guys in the band with mustaches. It's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we, like Doppelganger was already taken by like four bands. So Doppelpopolis wow. is a reference to this old adult swim show called Sea Lab 2021. Oh, anyway, man. um yeah, and, and plus it's just fun to watch people stumble over it and try to spell it. And <laughs> that's a really and good and idea then, when you
1: got people trying to look for your band name in the uh to yeah. buy it. That's great. That's, <laughs> that's a good idea.
2: Also memorable <laughs> though, right? <laughs> so Oh, just just think about how many bands have picked horrible names over the years, or bands sure. that will intentionally spell something wrong because they think it's cool or whatever, but then people spell it right and you can't find it.
0: <laughs> Neil and um, I already have an awesome name picked out for our band, but I'm not telling you because I know you'll steal it. Yep. Yeah. it's
2: good. Or, or make fun of it horribly. Um, <laughs> <and> so,
0: <laughs> Trust me, there's nothing to make fun of. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's the most brutal name I've ever heard. Ah, dude. Old school.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> Doppelpopolis has at least an EP's worth of songs, and we've been talking and kind of debating whether, you know, once this thing all lifts. I mean, I, I, I know we're all kind of working on some songs individually, so we might just wait to do a full length because, you know, normally oh. we are being like, oh, we got six songs, let's just record it and put it out. We put out, uh, you know, an EP... The two years that we've existed this is our third year of existence we're like we got to put something out Is that but all we'll long? probably just is that long long you
4: guys been around? okay
2: <laughs> yeah we've been around three years and if if we don't release anything in this third year it's like oh what the hell are they doing i don't know so we'll, we'll probably make it an lp and maybe it'll be out in the fall um since we record it all here anyway it's like you know we'll just do it whenever we can
0: you sure. know. yeah so so you're still doing the. So you can't obviously have. Maybe you can. I don't know. I just told you about my outlaw haircuts or whatever. Outlaw. I mean, good I don't, name for a band. Outlaw
1: haircuts. It's better than double I, populous, double <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, if you're sneaking Outland. people in to record or what. but are you pretty much shut down the moment on yourself? Or are you able to get people in there? because you guys yeah. are lifted. Indiana's mostly lifted, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I had. Um, I've had members of our band over one at a time for the um, Outdoor Velour stuff. Like, I've had both of our saxophone guys over and keyboard guys over uh, you say well, Hold on. Saxo- saxophone, saxophone guys. We have, Tom, <laughs> you need to keep up. Yeah, man. We got a dude that th- plays barry sax and keyboards. Then we got a guy that plays alto uh, and tenor sax and also other keyboards. We got the wall in, of in, sound, are you in, baby.
1: Are you in Smith that Runners? Is, is that what's happened here? Jesus. No, we're
2: in... Uh, it's more like we're looking to be in, like, the uh, Ronettes, but with fuzzier guitars. Oh, I that's, can dig that. That's the whole thing. All time. right. I yeah. can dig that. We call the genre Fuzz Town. It's Motown with Fuzz, man. We got, you know, think about, like, that, that 60s pop. Like, the first song I ever wrote for the band was I sampled the first four measures of the Supremes You Can't Hurry Love. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I didn't even know how to program drum machines or anything. And I looped those four measures for two and a half minutes, and I wrote a song over top of it. And you know you hit the uh, the fuzz pedal for the last chorus and b- do a bunch of Jesus and Mary Chain feedback. So it's basically like the Supremes meets Jesus and Mary Chain.
1: Isn't it sad that mm-hmm. Phil Collins can ruin that song? It's just very sad. Uh, the
0: yeah. only song yeah. that Phil Collins didn't ruin is "In the Air Tonight." <laughs> 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 I mean, literally every other song he did has been ruined, right? Um, uh, so you, so you're no doing a Lewis, little of that. It, for sure. Are you so so? The other studio that I mentioned, at least in the past, <laughs> you've done a bit of work at. What are you uh, laughing about now, Neil?
1: Killing me. I don't know. He was telling us a story about two saxophones and something, and we went off on a yeah, st- man. tangent. Yeah.
0: I
2: figured that no, was a it, dead end. That, wasn't, yeah, that, uh, that tangent was a dead can, like, end. Read okay. notes and stuff, you know. We yeah, right. can actually oh, read music. <laughs> we well, those well, those
1: those actually, those. though, if you got two saxophones, how many people are in this band?
2: I, I can play a chord that uses all six strings on the guitar. <laughs> how many, Me too. How, I just figure three notes and just three how many, strings and mute the rest. How
1: many <laughs> people are in this damn band if you go two saxophone players?
2: Five. Five. Huh. Okay. My wife plays bass. I play bass. Uh, guitar. And then we got Drummer and the guys that kind of, you know, multitask with the saxes and keyboards.
0: Oh, hmm. so, okay. They don't just play sax all the time.
2: No, they do. Yeah, uh, keyboards. Uh, there's a lot of synth stuff, you know, because I don't know, whatever band Neil made fun of before, I don't remember about synths. <laughs>
0: all, I can, all I can think when I hear sax, think about sax, one was like, wham. <laughs> 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 See, this is the problem, because you guys grew up. You, when you
2: were, you know, in your formative music years, yeah, 80s. Like, the saxophone got a really bad name, because there were just all those cheesy pop hits with, like, have that wailing, like, horrible saxophone sound. But you gotta think about the saxes on, like, the Phil Spector stuff. Okay, just like, or like Pet Sounds, like big, okay. thick, yeah. yeah, just like big, thick berry sax notes that are like outlining, outlining the bass line. You know, a bass groove. But then I've got like, you know, screeching feedback over top of it. That's 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 the whole
0: don't, idea. Don't let it, Don't let Neil fool you, Greg. He's he's used many a Kenny G record to woo a young lass. I don't even know the fuck
1: <laughs> Kenny G is, to be fair. Yes. You have no idea who that is.
0: You know, you know, how, you know how I know who he was when I was a kid. We had cable, which was like 14 channels or something tops. But mm-hmm. one of them was the weather channel. And they always played songbird, that stupid Kenny G song still fills me with murderous rage I'm surprised you can
2: out. even name one of his songs but it one where it like scrolled the song titles as it went
0: No, was I don't know why I just I, um, I knew, and it was like the real cheesy block lettering it wasn't like they had any graphics or anything you know it was like a DOS computer or something I don't know <laughs> Anyway, so you, so you you at least in the past have worked at the Sonic Iguana, which everybody who's a fan of bands like the Queer, Screeching Weasel, Mr. Yeah. T Experience, bands like that, should know. Are you doing anything over there anymore, or, or are they not doing oh. much at all, or are you not doing much, or what's, what's you the You know, this, I mean, as
2: far as I can tell, n- no bands have actually been in there for at least two years, and I think no. Mass is mainly just doing stuff Masters sent to stuff. him to mix and master, and I think mainly just Masters, because that dude has you know, a full-time job. Is um, that about
0: two years ago that we were down seeing you?
2: Yes, that seems about right. Yeah, so yeah, that was,
0: was a was junior that, um, in high school. Was that she Frank
2: was a... Muffin that was in there when uh yep,
0: yep, yep. Was was in... the last Yeah. Yeah, that's,
2: okay. the, that's the last band I recorded in there, uh, which is sad and alarming. And I would gladly, if he pitched me work to do it there, especially now it's summer. I mean, well, I guess not this summer. <laughs> um, I would gladly yeah. go over there and that do was, it.
0: That... That was going to be my uh, my original intro that I had planned for the show, Greg, was going to be, I'm sure you've all heard of the Sonic Iguana. The guy who runs that studio is an absolute punk rock mastermind, but we couldn't afford him. <laughs> so we, got, we got Greg Simpson. You know, I bet if you want a mass on your podcast, he's done
2: Best Midwestern twice. I, I'm, he's, he, 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 I've i I've met,
0: me. met Mass in the wild when he played with Squirt Gun in Detroit, and he yeah. seemed like a genuinely nice guy. Really easy yeah. going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, he's, and he's yeah, got a fascinating, a that. fascinating day job too, but we won't get into that. So
1: <laughs> it's um, very hush hush.
0: Yes, yes. But anyway, <laughs> but so okay. So you, so it's not like Name's you're a
1: porn emporium.
0: Uh, but exactly. it, I mean, you're familiar with that studio, right, Neil? I mean, if you looked on the wall, they got all the records they made on the wall. Actually, it's CDs, which kind of tells you what the era was. Oh, right? yeah. But. But he's mm-hmm. got a lot of cool stuff on the wall. You'd be impressed. I mean, I, I was I, of, actually, I mean, actually
1: met him when I saw that Squirt Gun Parasites Richard Ramone oh, show yeah, yeah. last summer. He was there and I spoke to him. And he had his newborn baby there with huge yeah, ass yep. headphones on. So that
0: yeah. was kind of. His was kinda wife cute. was pregnant when I saw him in Detroit. I remember uh, that, yes. But he's a nice guy, right? Nice he's chap. Gone?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Lovely mm-hmm. chap. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah, he taught me a lot.
2: I mean, you know, and I'd bring it back here and then I'd. Record my own bands for free, and now that I'm very good at recording drums, <laughs> so, so, it was, so I learned so, a lot from them. Well, even though them.
0: you might not be able to work at the Sonic Iguana, you got to check out what is it, Velour Underground, right? Velour
2: Underground, Velour yes. Unders- See the synergy, Outdoor Velour, Velour Underground. Yep. Yes.
0: Easier to remember than Doppelpopolis Studios, Doppel-popolis, right? <laughs> Doppel-popolis. Doppel-popolis. Why don't we Why don't we Why don't we Jam another song in?
1: So yes, let's play one of the um songs that uh our lovely guest uh, picked out, but we're not gonna play Mopanopoulus. So what what are we gonna play? <laughs> what did you what did you wanna hear?
2: <laughs> uh l- yeah, let's kick it off with uh dead Kennedys. Can't go wrong there. Let's uh let's kill the poor. Let's kill the poor with the DKs.
5: If <laughs> in progress is eyes on more, Turn A psychic film's start up in bed for we night. The godless millions twist away. And last we have more room to play. Our systems don't kill the night. to kill, 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 kill. You're out you Again, a life's a breeze if you right. Jane on the screen today. give it's the liberals, it's okay. So let's get rested and so tonight. Oh, kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill the poor. Kill, 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 kill
2: Uh, becoming relevant again it's just like
0: but don't you think if a band came out right. with that song today people are so stupid and in, in, yep. unable to yep. interpret it that they would exactly. freak out about it
1: yep they would, uh, they, would is, they would take it at fucking level
0: your life telling us to kill the
1: poor Yep, <laughs> he hates the poor people
0: uh, that son of a bitch I just I just hate people so much Greg did I say it out loud sorry P- people pussies. do
2: suck in general but I think if you just release it yeah, you know, I, I feel like if a famous person put out that that a song called that, that subtlety would be completely lost on the masses. But I feel like a punk band could still put I out I song.
0: I feel like Morrissey should cover that. I was
2: <laughs> man when I was listening to. I I love how you played uh uh Ursula. What's what? Ursula. Oh, <laughs> Ursula, finally Ursula finally got to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Neil just is just like. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he pretends to
0: be a fan. He's not really a fan. Trust me, he's fine. <laughs>
2: It's a great song, though, but, like, it's just. I mean, you guys didn't get hate mail for playing that song. I mean, you can still no, get no, away with it. Oh, no, I, I, mean,
0: I, I think the the good thing is, I think most people who have been listening to us are used to it by now or know what to expect. I mean, I got a piece of hate mail from the regular Punk News podcast, Greg. Really? Where they said something about, I know Tom's supposed to be the not woke one. And I'm just like, I that <laughs> just fucking tear it up right there. <laughs> just fucking throw it away. I mean, it's like, whatever. What was the rest of it? Okay, I used a term that I guess was offensive. God, we're gonna go back to this now. Tramp stamp. He said tramp stamp. I used, it, I stamp. used a term God, that this. that some people thought was offensive, and I don't know if it's like a slut shaming thing or what, but I used the term tramp stamp, and <laughs> apparently that's offensive. Have you ever heard that, Greg? Oh yeah, I went. I don't think that's a. I've never heard anyone. Take I mean, I know you heard the term, that. but have you ever heard it as offensive? Yeah. No. You know what's offensive? When you know, assuming everyone with a mustache is a pedophile. Now that's ex- that's offensive. Yeah. No, I think no. You know what? I think that's actually <laughs> yeah. true,
1: though. I think that might be true. <laughs>
0: Greg I, I, or Greg Neil, I'm, mental note note for a future show. I'm yes, currently sir. reading the Steve Jones autobiography, yep. Only Boy. Yep. And the first three or four chapters are all either about him being molested or him masturbating. So, anyway, <laughs> mental note. We'll go
1: back that sounds to about right then. Poor we'll old get back Steve. to it. Yeah, we'll go
0: back Light to reading it. before bed. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, so so.
1: Uh, tramp what are we stamp. About? Tramp stamp.
0: Oh, tramp. Stamp. Yeah, yeah. Tramp stamp, and that was offensive. And and he even called the writer even called Adam and John out for not but, not calling hey, me on it.
1: Let me um, let me ask you this: Was it a guy or a girl? I have no idea. I think it was a guy. From what I remember, it's called Steve. From what I remember, it was and that's Steve even Jones. and that's it even. Steve
0: Jones from the se- it Was Steve Jones from the <laughs> Sex Pistols? I don't
1: think he'd be offended by that. Though, but he was um, daddled as a child. <laughs> but that. That's the. I mean, that, uh, I could go on a whole fucking rant right now, but I asked. I asked my 19-year-old daughter if that offended her, and she just la- looked at me and laughed and said, "Of course, it's not a fucking offense. What's the matter with you?" So maybe it was a joke. I, so maybe, Steve,
0: maybe the whole thing was a troll, and we fell for it.
1: Steve needs to change his tampon and fuck off. How's that?
0: But maybe, maybe seriously, maybe he's trolling me and I'm falling for it. It could be right. Yeah, he's,
1: he's a worldwide star now. Yes. Exactly. Good old Steve. Anyway,
0: I don't know that he followed me over to. uh, No, I don't. I don't. (laughs) I don't think this is a
1: fit for him. I don't. I don't (laughs) think so.
0: Exactly. Yes, he's delicate. So so how's your how'd your day? Are you done with your day job now, Greg, for the year or what? Yeah,
2: we. uh, So the governor, I'm not sure what happened uh, there in um, Illinois and uh, Michigan, but the governor gave uh, like 20 days of waivers to the public schools to use if they needed to. So we took uh, an extra week of spring break, basically, to get our ducks in a row for e-learning. And then we took off uh, a week early to end the school year. So we, uh, we've we been done for a week. So um, you're a teacher?
0: He's a, he's a music yes. teacher,
2: right? I am an elementary music teacher, band Which and has got to be virtually
0: impossible to do online, I would think.
2: Well, what I did actually worked out pretty well. I just started a uh, Mr. Simpson YouTube channel and it's mm. the the frustrating thing is that like the subscriber numbers and the view numbers are just like compared to any time I put any original, you know, like my bands putting up videos on youtube it's just like having something get to like a thousand views like over a weekend i'm just like fucking christ why can't my my uh songs do that but like that's because
1: no one um, can find dopanopolis <laughs> D- <laughs> that's why yeah
2: <laughs> that must be it uh that that's the only reason it's not because we're uh you know i mean we're so good that you know it's got to be the spelling um but yeah so i just did like little 15 minute lesson uh videos basically just like you know, the kids couldn't sing with me, but I'd sing, and I'd teach them a song, and Zinnia appeared in a couple of them just because, mm. like, you know, trying to do the parent thing and, you know, teaching, and, you know, Car's a professor, so she had plenty of teaching. She had more responsibilities than me because, I mean, with how much people are paying for colleges, they're expecting, you know – and you got – I mean, your sons a. You have two kids in college? I do. I have
0: two kids in college. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, like, with what you're, you know, you guys are paying for that stuff. You're expecting yeah. for it to not just like completely come to a crawl, you know? So, like, I had a lot of shit to do. I pretty much just did, um, you know, just kicked out a few videos. I just did them on on YouTube Live and just like, you know, unless they got incredibly messed up. I If, just if we're
0: them being honest, Greg, my college yeah? kids are adults. They're doing. I'm not really doing much micromanaging of their lives at this point. So.
2: Oh sure. I mean but like but, yeah. I mean I assume that some of it is coming out of your pocket at least
0: in um, some capacity. Yeah, some but not too much. They're they're both bright kids. They both get a lot of they get some money. They are yeah. doing hard. But, but you're trusting that
2: anyway. that the professors are still like teaching them yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. So Well and
0: it's because they were already turning in their assignments and all that by computer anyway, you know. So it's I think it was right. like my daughter's my, my Alex who you know of course, she's she take a lot of writing classes and I know it's I don't think she had that much of a transition. It's the labs. It's the science-based kids, I think, that are struggling more. Yeah, so she just finished her first year then, right? She did. She just finished yeah. her first year,
1: yeah. So. College. You know. Which college is she at?
0: Uh, she's at Grand Valley State University. Both of my kids are, as a matter of fact. Which is, the irony is not lost on me, because that is the college that I dropped out of. That's right.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: That's right. It, they're they're like rock, heritage, amen. you know? Exactly. <laughs> now they're sending me sending me letters trying to get me to give them money. I'm like, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> But as soon anyway, as you graduate, they're like,
2: can we have more money? Fuck off. Yeah,
0: pretty much. You just took well, all my money. <laughs> they don't even wait for him to graduate. I think my son, who just finished his junior year, already gets the letters. What? They're but,
2: already getting money from
0: you. Yeah, lots. But, you know, like,
2: like I'm still paying off. Lo- uh, I'm not still paying off loans. But when I was paying off loans they're, they're asking for money, I'm like, screw you. There's not a yeah. chance.
0: So so, Greg Greg lives in Lafayette, and where the Sonic Iguana is, and his wife teaches, and uh, so we there's only a handful of us punk news staffers that are kind of Midwest based. So we've actually been able to get together a couple times. So it's cool. We went out, yeah. our we went out to lunch one time with our wives when Greg was coming through Grand Rapids, and then we. So when Alex was a junior, Neil, she, she had to do a like a job shadow thing. Yes, and you know she wanted to work like job set of somebody who worked in a recording studio so it was pretty cool actually we went down and uh she spent the better part of uh you know a couple days working with greg down some studio stuff so it was real cool yeah because like because yeah. like dad has a like a municipal job that no kid ever would want, he doesn't right? want to go but down. but at least go. they have follow you down business. in the yeah exactly yep. nobody wants to follow me into the sewer but <laughs> dad has, some, <laughs> interesting, dad has ah. some interesting friends at least so
1: yeah yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got I've got my kid work, working with me right now, so that's good. She's there got a go. summer job over at my place, so that's pretty cool. There you go. Yep. She can
2: buy I think more records. Big Pharma, of the baby. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think one of the listeners out there with Photoshop skills should make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Trauma uh, uh, little graphic with uh, Tom oh, yeah. coming out of the sewer with fucking... Uh, I think most of yeah, our listeners of might be a, a bit old Sam for swords. that. Yeah. Box
0: What's that? pizza. I yeah,
1: think most of, of our listeners are a bit old for that, but okay.
0: You know, yeah. the, fact yeah. the, the fact of the matter is... The sewer is not what people think it is, but I don't really want to get, explain that too much. Oh, see, if
1: I was good right now, I'd play. I play the Stranglers song down in the sewer, but
0: it is your turn to play a song. Why don't you play a hardcore song, and then we'll come back and talk about what we were kind of going to get at here eventually, someday.
1: Okay, I am going to play a song by a man called Social Unrest uh, from uh, Southern California, I believe. They often got lumped in. Well, people confuse them with social distortion for some reason because you got social really in the name like but no they don't don't sound like them at all but just the name so social unrest and the song is called red white and blue Red, and white, and blue. Red, white, and blue by Social Unrest. That guy has the most incredible voice. I believe he left after keep that doing one that voice,
0: album. But nobody knows who you're talking about. What? Whose voice what? are you doing, again?
1: It could be anybody, man. Just Oh,
0: you're talking me. about thing, you know, <laughs> the singing. Oh, I thought you were talking about your DJ voice. No,
1: but you know what it is? There's um, there's a whole collection of albums um, called Cruisin'. That they did, in fifty four through I think sixty four. No, and it's really cool. Actually, you'll you'll dig it. They had, because they took like maybe an hour long of like a radio show from each of those years from different uh, cities around the country mm-hmm. and played them. So there's one from there's one from either Detroit or it might even be from from your place from Grand Rapids. Because um, mm-hmm. I think I've heard you mention the DJ before. Because some of the DJs were there for like thirty forty years, right? So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So these are like the. So these are like. Right from those those years, from those radio stations, and they have mm. the ads in there from like 1954 and shit like that. And absolutely, yes, they the albums are fantastic. So you should mm. you should look for them, and then they have you know all the original songs, of course. So um, they're actually mm. really really good. And uh, but some of the DJ bits are just so cheesy and funny that uh, I love to try and copy them a little bit. But anyway, mm. there you go. I was that was uh, social unrest with red, white, and blue.
0: <clears throat> so. All right, so, so if Neil's been combative so far, <laughs> he's just getting warmed up, I think. So so Greg's trying to do a, has been doing kind of a fun thing online since. Fun? Is it Facebook fun? Specifically. Fun? For everybody but you.
1: I don't think so. I think it's him and his Papalopoulos friends. i
0: one person complaining on all the threads. There's literally hundreds of votes and one person complaining. Yeah, that's because he's voting
1: for himself. God damn it.
0: So Greg has been doing these, like, tournaments, right? Where Of, like, genres.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're just different themes and stuff. It's um,
0: yeah. I mean, it's the all only just thing they all have in common is that a, they all yeah. make the old English guy angry. That's the only thing they all have in common. That's the common thread. <laughs> between- Right. Well,
2: yeah, I'm doing like competitions between stuff that I—it's mostly stuff that I grew up with. And uh, Neil was already wearing Depends by the time that Nirvana came out. So, exactly. uh, you know, I so, think of them so as—I think
1: of them as a new band. All right.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Anybody after after '90? Yep. Uh, so, how's Kurt doing these days? <laughs> um, so... How come they don't put the things <laughs> out? Such
2: a long hiatus.
1: you know who you you know whose name isn't on the back of our t-shirt fucking his
2: so
0: enough oh wow jeez (laughs) jeez christ how Um, did did nevermind do in the 90s one was that like top five top ten yeah it was um jeez was it number one
2: let me look um yeah, so, I mean, I've got uh, – I'm such a popular guy. I have so many Facebook friends. I mean, really, it's yeah. just from its just from fucking being in, in the punk circles and, like, touring sure. and stuff like that. You know, there's all these people I've met. People like, friend once. you because they
0: assume you can, like, help their careers or whatnot. Yeah,
2: or they see Sonic Iguana on my thing or whatever. Yeah, or Punk yeah. News, all that.
0: Um, but, but, yeah, so, like – So what you're saying is your Facebook profile has a more impressive introduction than the one I gave you earlier. <laughs> like, anything you've ever been involved with. <laughs> well – so I have over two thousand friends, and depending on depending on which why genre. Would you stop I'm doing. with
1: yourself, my god? Listen to you. Two
2: thousand, well, holy cow! Wh-
1: you well, I'm, whore.
2: I'm, I'm, con- I'm going against what you've been saying, Neil, <laughs> which is you're like it's you and your two friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And out of you know out of those people, not everyone is like a super music fan or whatever or dork about it like we are, but. You know, a fair amount of people have been voting like the 90s alternative one did have, you know, 200 to 250 people voting on each batch. And I'm like, this got out of control. And I'm like, tallying shit up. I'm like, this is a fun thing. And now it's like kind of like it's taking me a minute to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's been fun because I've had all this time at home, you know, like if I actually had to drive to school every day to do this shit, I w- wouldn't be doing it. I was just kind of amusing myself. And now people are like, what are you going to do next? Which one are you going to do next? Uh, so the one currently that's going on is not um, genre-based. It's just well, I, I felt that there were some women who had musicians who had been shafted in some of the genre uh, tournaments. Oh. Um, so oh. I'm doing So this one. Shafted. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you said, yeah, of really? course I am. You, you said 90s, man. Come on. I'm just fucking <laughs> getting them with the whole vibe.
2: so so this is one is uh like and i was thinking about taking the night off but we'll see ladies that rock tournament which is just like me and cara basically me and my wife uh that's offensive with me that's like saying that most ladies
1: don't rock what's the matter with you that's really offensive i'm sure steve is turning off right now
2: i'll just let you keep going um i'll just wait until neil says something that he really regrets um i'll just let that old man uh, not gonna happen buddy slip out not gonna happen um (laughs) So, um, yeah, so it's just basically Car and I curating it down to... Like like in this one, in the Alternative Rock one, like I was putting everything in there that was big on the radio. So there was a lot of stuff in that tournament that I personally do not like. Um, and just kind of see what shook out amongst my friends. This one, Car and I are curating it down to only musicians that we like and respect. So it's like really down to the nitty-gritty right off the bat. Um, and so like in the first batch, we had... Chan Marshall of Cat Power, Joan Baez, Diana Ross of The Supreme, Susie Sue, um, Adrienne Verhoeven of The Anniversary, Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth, Billy Holiday, Annie DeFranco, and Bethany Constantino of Best Coast. So covering like pretty much all genres, mostly stuff that has guitars, because that's what Car and I listen to.
1: If Amy Winehouse uh, isn't in there, it's not even a contest.
2: She is in the one that's up right now. All Go okay, vote for her, you good. fucking good. old man.
1: Quit good.
0: complaining. Go good. vote for her. That wasn't a
1: complaint. That was just a <laughs> I'm suggestion. A
0: big, I'm not a big... I'm not a big Amy Winehouse fan myself. But what are you? The, doing? Like the that's, one that's the one that's. <laughs> See, you know, you know
2: who likes saxophones? Amy Winehouse, or who did like saxophones. Uh Well, how come she isn't put on him? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this current Same one is. Same age as Kurt uh, Cobain. The one that's li- yeah, the one that's live right now is uh, Tina Turner, Mimi Parker from Low, oh Jillian Welch, God. Corin Tucker, Amy Winehouse, Julie Holland, Belinda Butcher, Ella Fitzgerald, and Billy Eilish, who I'm sure Neil yeah. loves. I'm not listening to that.
1: Why is she, why is she even in there? That's,
2: then don't go that's, that's, that's silly. She She's is the only though. modern pop star that Okay, so to win Grammys, to like sweep the Grammys when it's her and her brother that are writing them rather than some like ghost written, you know, by some Swedish dude, which is like every pop song for the past 20 years. I think that's that's pretty impressive. And production-wise, I like to listen to that just to get cool ideas because it is a crazy record and kind of a miracle that it became as popular as it did because it's got a cool kind of 90s slacker aesthetic to it which i i kind of like
1: mm. Mm. tom you better wrangle a show back buddy
0: so oh so anyway so there you go. Gregory, greg wants to <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so the next one yeah the next one yes and when when do you when do you hope to start this greg next week um
2: yeah, I mean, if you guys want to put out this episode next week, we can uh, if we can try to encourage because it's a public post, and if if we want to make it kind of uh, you can share. Or to we can do, do the weekend.
0: We can do the weekend too. What I don't know. We'll 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 discuss that later. But coming soon. Yeah, yeah. coming soon to a handheld uh, device near you.
2: A, a, a co-production of Greg Simpson and Punk Till I Die podcast. Uh, it's the hardcore tournament, and we're gonna yes. make sure Neil has nothing to complain about, and he can look at the spreadsheet.
0: And, well, it's and, and yeah. Chip I did in. send him. I did too send late. him the spreadsheet. So. It hasn't Did started. you look at it or no?
1: I did. it there was Ooh,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: We'll see how are you how are you defining hardcore?
2: Well, let's talk about that.
1: Pretty I mean that's
0: what I want to come in. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because you you yeah. have to include the metallic some of the metallic-y newer stuff, but not the metal stuff. So, I, I most of the list is mine. So if you have a beef, it's mostly with me. So, actually it's yeah. all Yeah. Yeah. Me. I, I mean I you you and me spitballed a couple stuff, things like, like a dead Kennedys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a mad ball, agnostic front, obviously that kind of stuff. Anything uh, I goes well, super as long new as, with
1: it? As long as it's early agnostic front and not that metal stuff.
0: Well, I, I put Victim in Pain album. Good. Because yeah. it's yeah. it's like an album, you know? An yes. album to represent the band. So, like, yeah, so, so whatever example, we think their best album is. So, so, Social Unrest is on there.
1: Excellent, man. Well done. And
0: I chose the Making mm. Way for Youth EP, because I think that's their definitive work.
2: Bring up the spreadsheet in front of you right now, Neil. Take a look at it. This, uh, uh yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying you cannot complain at all because the spreadsheet is, no, right matter of fact, so talk matter talk fact through buddy,
0: it. I give you editing rights.
2: Yeah, man. Get on there and just like strike through everything.
0: Or you can <laughs> or add some, or add some stuff to it because we, if it'd be, yeah, actually, yeah. it'd be nice to have a few extras so that, uh, you know, you clip a few off. I don't know how many groups you're going to do, but yeah,
2: it's funny. Most of these, I've been kind of winging it. After after the the first one, uh, Neil's favorite genre, emo, the emo tournament. After that one, like kind of uh, snowballed a bit. I'm like, whoa, maybe I should have like thought this out a little bit before <laughs> ahead of time. Yeah. So I was just like throwing up a batch of like nine elms or something. And I'm like, Oh, well, how about ten elms in this one? I'm like, maybe it should be a little more. You know, I'm not going to use some fucking like. You know, algorithms and shit to like you know formulas and equations to figure out what. Yeah, the I like how at
0: the be. end when you're Just, done, no. you like show the hash marks that you use to <clears throat> count them all up. Very scientific. Yep.
2: Yep. Tallies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's kind of fun tallying it up by hand. You know, I'm hmm. not too much. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's punk rock, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. If I knew much about spreadsheets other than putting things in a list like we have,
0: here. <laughs> well, we've argued about this before, Neil. As far as like for reviews, you know you don't like to see a new record get too high of a review. And I of kind of agree with you. I, I think a record has to age well to be good. Like, I would never give a new album a 10. And I've argued with other people around Punk News about this. I just would never do it. Because in order for now to be a 10, not only does it have to be perfect, but it has to be perfect in 10 years or five years. Right. And, yeah, of course. And most of them, most of them, be like, wow, this is so good. And then five years later, you can't remember one song on it when you look at the back of the record, you know? I've given a 10
2: um, to new releases, I think, Five times out of my five, have you really? I, know, so I, know, I never have. Reviews? Only reissues. Yeah,
0: well, re-issues.
2: I, I got in pre john Gentili era, but both of the, uh, the the editors that when I was giving these um, had asked me to explain myself, and they well, they didn't ask me to explain myself. They read the uh, <laughs> they read the review, and they're like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Our, our and very... I think there's maybe one of those where I'm like. Yeah, probably should have been less than our, that. Our but, last but, very know. short-lived
0: reviews editor, before John took it back over, would do that. He'd call people out in public and say, hey, uh, you know, yeah. Thunderdome, you need to explain this. And I did not <laughs> like that approach.
2: Yeah, I think if you I, got an issue,
0: pull somebody aside and talk to him separately. Right. And it never came up with me, probably because he knew that I wouldn't play, and I, I also don't, don't tend to gush about things, even though I do... Sometimes feel like my stars are creeping up because so many other people are giving bad albums good scores that I feel the need to give pretty good albums <laughs> really good scores. Well,
2: if you really really like an album, give it a good score, man.
0: Well, you know, if you're not it's, passionate it's that, it's about that classic seven you, to mm. eight range, that's very difficult, you know yeah it, I mean, it's tough between, to i mean it's seven not, and eight is very difficult give, yeah. giving
1: something a 10 basically means it's a perfect album and it couldn't be yeah. any better and it's sure. and it's still going to be perfect in 30 years time yeah. and people are still going to be talking about it in 30 years time when but, you know but the
0: thing is and i think when we do our retro reviews where we review 40 year old albums i think you could give something a 10 i don't think you should give a new record a 10 ever mm. but um but you know listen, my opinion right um but but you can give it a, if you give if a really really the one of the the best album of, two thousand twenty. I think it's okay to give it a nine. Now does that mean it's a nine in the same way that that, uh, Ramones, uh, you know, Road to Ruin album is a nine? No, it absolutely doesn't. It Means it's a nine right. for two thousand twenty. Where the Ramon's nine is a nine for all time. Interesting. Right. And yeah, yeah. 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 i, I, I kind of like a, I that's I the like the approach. approach it. Now the problem is yeah. that's just me. That's not everybody, right? Right. So I don't know, yeah. know what everybody else and That's an
2: interesting is. concept. I like that. That's good. Now, music journalism, is all, it's all subjective anyway. And I think if you think a new Elm is really, really good and you want people to listen to it, that you know, that high score will make an impression on you know, the ADD people of today who are just clicking through. And let, you know they scroll through and they're like, eight, that eh, might be good. Nine, well, I better read that fucking review. If, you know, if I had, and, if I had you my know.
0: way, Greg, I would get rid of the star system.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Nobody's asking me to do that. Nobody's nobody's giving me that option.
2: That but short yeah, attention
0: I span is is people people words, demand that Greg. shit. Yeah, my word. No new taxes. Well, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were.
1: <laughs> well, this, especially when some of the people give like every album they review an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's cuz they they want to be nice and they don't want to be assholes but then it's very difficult to how do you judge that on somebody else well, yeah, like but, Tom but, who's given that an 8 you know
0: But you know that but you know at that point too that you just can't take their word for it Yeah I, I mean, guess that's... yeah true enough. Well also the the one I've, thing I've to keep I've in mind that I've given things like a 6 and by the end of the year I'm like man I should have given that an 8 and right. then I'll give Eight, stuff 8, and I thought, you know, that really was a 7. But at the time, I was feeling kind of high in it and, you know, went a little higher. So, yeah. One thing to
2: keep in mind is that Punk News is a voluntary, you know, it's all vo- it's all volunteer run. So, yep. like, if you're going over to something like Pitchfork or something, it's no skin off their back to give something a fucking, like, a 1 uh, because yeah, they're they getting on to, paid they on to on write it. Way, but they go another you know. their way
0: to be dicks. I mean, oh, that's sure. That,
2: that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other topic. But, like, for us, if you're going to spend your time after your full-time job, you know, you're going to spend your, like, evening hours... Typing up something for a punk website, you're gonna pick a record that you like instead of yeah. forcing yourself to listen and talk to about something that you hate, you know. So that's why a lot of the reviews tend to, to skew towards the positive on punk news. Well, and I, I think yeah. some people have made an effort to, to to pick some ones they maybe don't like just to mix it up a little bit. And it is fun to write a scathing review sometimes. It is. Um, but if you're, you're you know your 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 precious time, you know that you're not. You're not being paid for, you know. You're not gonna fucking you well, know that, torture that's
0: yourself. that's my that's my thing, right? I want to be an ambassador. I want to promote the good stuff, not worry about the crap stuff. The last sure. negative review right. I wrote was the new Danzig sings Elvis album, and it's a turd. Yeah, it's <laughs> not good. <laughs> not good. I've heard I mean, many mixed reviews I, I, on that. Wrote, I've
2: not listened yet, but I, well, I'm kind of I believing waste you mind. guys I waste, as supposed to. Mind. I'd stick with Billie Eilish. I saw someone the other day saying, "Well, it's really not that bad." I'm like, "Hmm, I don't know if I
1: believe you." Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well. Well, well, here's that. the thing with that. I mean, if you you got somebody who's never heard the Elvis originals, maybe they wouldn't think it would be that bad because no, the songs still are still bad. good. No, but the songs nah, are still good. Mm. You know what I mean? But if you've heard the originals and then you hear that, it's because it just seems like he's half assing it all the way through, right? It just is.
0: Mm. He's been working on this thing for years. Right. <laughs> I know. I remember right? hearing about that like think, four years ago. I'm gonna, like I'm, like I'm blowing was... my chance to get Danza because I would I would love I would love to talk. To Danzig's time, but he's, he's kind of a notoriously bad interview. But oh yeah, I'd love to talk to him sometime. But you and... are
2: in general a Danzig fan, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. no well, he's That's a cool. huge first, Danzig well, fan. Huge. For being honest, though, I've been I've not cared about his albums for way longer than I cared about them. But those first few, I like right. so much. Speaking, yeah, speaking of, know, all
2: right. as as we get older, we look back and we're like, "Man, that band was really good for like three years." Fuck, man! I'm like that was well, that's, forever that's ago. It kind of like, happens like a one, lot.
0: One of my all-time favorite bands is still Metallica, but if we're being honest, they've been bad for a lot longer than they were good. That you know yeah, that is true. So <laughs> anyway, they were, good, they were really good. You they know, were. It's, they it's, made it's, four amazing tough. records. Mm. So let's uh, let's speaking of amazing records, is it my turn again. Yes, it is. Okay. i to play. W- oh, Bad Brains. Yep. Yeah. Bad Brains off their yeah. self titled album. The first RAR cassette album. <laughs> Pay to come.
4: <laughs> RAR. <laughs>
0: oh, ouch. <laughs> Scary.
1: <laughs>
6: The
2: Fucking great song. I mean, that album is just so fucking fast. Like it's Amazing. unbelievable how they just blew everyone out of the water. And then, and
0: then when like when two couple of reggae songs that just absolutely <laughs> I know. Bring <laughs> you back to earth. I they're love one of those. That, ba- they're it's one of nice those freezer. bands that that have fallen out of favor because of the singer's Man. sort of outspoken views. But you can't take that first record away from. I don't care.
1: Well, I don't the, care. Well, the later albums aren't very good either i mean that you that, can take that hasn't helped from, yes yeah that, no. that, that really has not well, their helped.
0: live shows are notoriously spotty at best right. didn't hr also they...
6: have
2: some brain tumor thing Was yeah, there, oh they, they,
6: dude they, they dude did they they did you've got to,
1: you've, you've got to watch the documentary he has a documentary on amazon yeah, i think oh my god oh, yeah. scary and shit yeah it's, oh jeez. yeah it's unfortunate and and, no. it nev- and it never really documents what exactly it is just he's these really. having these huge headaches and stuff, and yeah. he had he, he was split personality and stuff like that. But it never really explained exactly what they I, did to him in the hospital.
2: Yeah. So I then, like, this, can we take him for his be. word that he really meant these homophobic things he said, or was it something like pressing on his brain
0: in a weird way <laughs> that made him say these things? I don't. I don't know what to. Well, think that was about. a long time ago, though. That was many. That was, that was many yeah. many years ago, and yeah. it was yeah. it was you know it was different i hate to say it everybody wants to judge everything by a, in a modern subtext and that's just not the way you just can't do it
1: well that's unfortunately that's part of that religion though the rastafarian religion well, is but, very but anti gay
0: so yeah. but, but you know the the, the super hyper politically correct crowd nobody thought the way they thought 30 years ago you know what I mean? So it's it's really it's a slippery slope to judge everyone by your modern standard. You know? Yeah. People aren't because, allowed to improve themselves either. I feel yeah, like if I someone know, made a mistake, that's very you know, Twenty years that's ago, not, not punk rock, They suck forever. Yep, hundred percent true. close minded bunch of pricks. Why are we involved with this scene? <laughs> Maybe we're not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're not. Well, like right. it,
1: Well, it's always been though a lot of different scenes. Really though. It's, it's never been it's one true. combined it's, scene it's dealing. More
0: unified now in mindset than it ever has been before, and I that's don't think un- it's really healthy.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah.
0: So, so what what bands are we looking at? You got the spreadsheet in front of you. Yeah. For our for our hardcore tournament, it's not going to please mm. all certainly. But if you got some suggestions of bands that should be added, you can send them to us, and we'll take it under consideration.
2: Yeah, yeah, and also like I mean, like I said, I'll make it public, and I'll I'll tag uh, you in it, Tom, and you too, if you want, Neil, and you can share it on yours. On your Facebook pages, and then you know I can also click over to that and tally up what your friends offer as well uh, to get an even broader range um, of, of voters demographics, so to speak. How would you define that?
1: it? That I mean that's an interesting question, right? How do you find how do you define hardcore and what's punk rock? Like, yeah, like that like, was like, that like, was, like, that like that you was saying because where do you stop? Right? Yeah, where do you stop? Where, where, do you start where do you put the, the misfits, for example?
0: Like I put the misfits. on, I think the original. You know, Danzig misfits belong on there.
2: It's tough because hardcore, like the term hardcore, that really mutated throughout the years. I mean, most genres do, um, but like what was first called hardcore? I mean, wouldn't you say it was just because it was you know faster than the clash or whatever? I mean, yeah. what are you yeah. going on here? Well, you right? remember
0: you, before like, the term hardcore was popular, the term they used was what Neil? You know this, right? Don't
1: know where you thrash. go. On the... Oh, th- oh, you okay. S-
0: you see uh, all the early flyers uh, for bands like the Meatmen. It was like thrash, which is nice. kind of interesting because thrash obviously became its own kind of metal subgenre. Metal, but what yeah. they call what they call hardcore today, I don't I don't think it was hardcore. So yeah, I think it's definitely what, what well let's use the subtext of like hardcore punk because then I think you right. can include like a seven seconds.
2: Yeah, like you said, hardcore punk. Um, because it has mutated quite a bit, and you hear a lot of stuff called hardcore that is not like, you know, Naked regun or something, you know. And then there's the more melodic hardcore singers. There's the, the more just, like, screamy stuff. Um, there's the more metallic stuff, like you said. But, like, the one band that I sometimes will hear called hardcore is the Descendants on their early stuff. Would you mm, guys call the Descendants so. a hardcore band? Because uh, they, they used to play super fast and a little more screamy. Um, and then they became, like, to me, they kind of defined what became called, you know, pop punk, right? right? But they started out playing, like, really fast, like, you know, like, I mean, take, like, I Like Food, for example. Like, it's like,
0: these, like, short little songs where yeah, it's just, like, yeah. yell, yelling a bunch of words at you,
4: yeah. right? Um, sure. I
0: still, I, I, I mean, you can put them on there if you want. I don't care. But I think I, I just don't, I think it was too breezy, like the, <laughs> breezy, like, it didn't have the right intensity, <laughs> Okay, but does does hardcore need
2: to have a certain subject matter? I guess that's another topic.
0: I don't know. It would be be silly if they were talking about unicorns and rainbows and whatnot, wouldn't it? (laughs) I like unicorns. Unicorns taste good. (laughs) Um, Well, (laughs) yeah. Well, I mean, if it has the
2: intensity of the music, does it have to be political? Does it have to be... Dark. I mean, you got like, you know, the Misfits have their whole horror, you know, B movie kind of thing going and, you know, and then you have some very, very political bands, you know, descendants, even though they they sing about girls a lot. I mean, uh, you know, the early stuff was fast and hard. And I think I'd like them to be included. Tom says, maybe not. Neil, you'd be the the tiebreaker. What do you think? Should they be included or no?
1: I would say, yeah, because I I saw them in 83 and that was that was what people would have considered them for sure.
0: There you go. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm overruled. They're in. My, I mean, my it has to it has is... be Milo goes to college, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Milo. Yeah. Milo goes to yeah, college. It's got yeah. It. yeah. obviously. All right. Let's play. Who's got? A, who's got the next song? Uh,
2: Mister Greg does. Yeah. Okay. So, um, when I was in high school, I would have considered myself straight edge, and I still don't do any drugs or anything of that sort. But Minor Threat really was uh an important band to me in high school. And probably, I mean, you know, Ian MacKay was just, like, one of my favorite dudes because he was in all of these really diverse-sounding bands that were all, like, very well-respected. Like, he hadn't had, like, a stinker ever, uh, even though he dabbled in all this different stuff. Um, so Minor Threat, to me, while they weren't necessarily melodic, there was something kind of singable about the way that he, you know, just, like, tore into the the lyrics. And mm-hmm. so, you know... The song Straight Edge, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it spoke to me as a kid, but I think probably um, Out of Step did even more so. Just, you know, all of us, uh, you know, punk kids, you know, no matter how popular quote-unquote punk gets, like the kind of stuff that we like is never going to be the popular stuff, and we're always the weird ones, you know. Uh, you know, we're always the weird ones at school and Out of Step. um sure. and, and that cover art with, like, you know, the literal black sheep amongst the other sheep. That song, I think, is is what I'm going to play right now.
1: Okay, so Mind a Threat out of step. <laughs> out of step by minor threat complete classic and i believe tom you just got that tattoo on your leg didn't you
0: no i didn't i oh, got the oh i got the
1: got man. The, i stand corrected i thought you were gonna get Wait, that. what did you get
0: oh i have the skanker man the dri the, the, the dri running man in the circle uh, thing you yeah, were, yeah you were gonna get, actually get the sheep though weren't the, you i still, i might yeah i was gonna but we we had some design issues wow ah. Well, it but it's funny, you know. I was going to get so this that I was going to get tattooed right when this Corona stuff was starting to come out, and a lot of people were starting to stay home and stuff. And I showed up at the tattoo parlor. This is a pretty big place, and it was the only guy there was my guy. Everybody else, and I'm just like, Am I stupid here? Am I getting an open wound intentionally <laughs> on my body? Yeah, just breathing into on? it. But, but anyway, yeah. meanwhile, I'm I'm dying to keep working on my leg, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Now, out of interest,
1: no, out of interest, why did you decide on leg instead of arms?
0: Uh, I don't know. I always, I just, I start on this one leg, and I just want to finish it up, fill it up. Okay. I don't know. Just most. You're people a, sh- I mean, a shorts-wearing guy, right, Tom? You're a shorts-wearing uh, fellow. I mean, like yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a fat, sweaty guy. If that's what you're getting at. You yeah. got to
2: show off. You got to show off those calves. <laughs> you know, exactly. I'm- I'm of the thought that if it's fucking 90 degrees like today, I'm gonna to be wearing fucking shorts. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. I don't sure. care, dude. Right?
0: If it's 60 yeah. degrees, I live in Michigan.
2: Hell yeah. Do you uh,
0: are you, uh, <laughs> yeah, take you a, can get it. <laughs> you a tattoo guy, Greg, or no? You're not a tattoo no. guy. Right?
2: Nah, no, I don't have any. I, just, I dyed my hair a bunch for that, it. no, no piercings, yeah, I saw no you tats. With
0: like, with like straight up liberty spikes.
2: Yeah, so, I, had, I, had, I had crazy Mohawks in in, so, in high school.
0: Yeah. So let me so let me tell you my worries about these these contests, and it's different than Neil's. And here's the thing. I don't, I don't have any just, worries.
1: I'm am a changed man. I apologize to everybody.
0: Well, no, no. I just it's just I just don't get worked up about it. That's all there's to it. Oh, yeah. Neil and I are good cop, bad cop here, you know. But no, my worry. So, so like you did the sky one, right? And uh-huh. I look at it, over and I literally maybe recognize one in five things on there. Maybe right? Sure. So you got guys like me who maybe are not a huge fan of a particular genre, and we only know the bigger names. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I know that record. I maybe, and I, this is not an example for me because I really don't care about this band, but like, okay, Mighty, Mighty Boston's Everybody knows the Mighty, Mighty Boston's, right? right. But nobody knows, you know, Bluetooth Glow Skulls or something. So so I'm afraid with the hardcore one, we could have the same issue. So it's like, well, everybody knows Dead Kennedys. Everybody knows Black Flag. But who knows how good the first Youth Brigade record was? Oh, or yeah. how
1: You mean so they're just going to vote for the ones they know? That are more. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, well. Popularity contest among people. So what it really needs to be is it really only needs to be like 10 people voting. We don't need your <laughs> 2,100 friends. We only need me, and Neil, and I don't think well. Yeah, it's just people. us. Yeah.
2: So, well, well, here's the thing. I think like, what you're saying, I think uh, I do this as well, where like, my opinion on like what I think normal people like is very diluted just because I've been in this punk world for so long, and the stuff I like is so obscure that even the bands that I think are popular One out of ten normal people would have even heard of so I think people getting into it that even have that that could name a single dead Kennedy song. I Think you know well, I Let me start that over. I think people that know the dead Kennedys are probably gonna know more of these than you think either they've never heard of any of these or they've heard of most of them. I think it's it's almost an all or nothing kind of thing because huh. my friends that were getting Good in and voting for Dave Matthews Band or whatever the fuck on the alternative one, uh. like stuff I was putting Maybe in. Maybe
0: I might be right. getting angry too, Neil. Well, <laughs> I'm just leaving see, it to you now. This
2: is what I'm saying. That one, <laughs> that one, I was putting in basically pretty much anything that was on Q101 in Chicago when I was in middle school and high school. So I ditched the radio like it, it wasn't even you know 95, and I ditched the radio like they got me into rancid and green day. And then I was like, okay, I can find the rest from here, you know? And then I just kind of went on my own. Um, but like I put in stuff like that. I never liked like the counting crows and stuff like that just to cover, you know, this is what was considered alternative, which is a really weird non-genre, but it was fun to do this one. We're getting at least a little more specific than that. Um, but like the people that were voting for like, no doubt and sublime in the Scott tournament, haven't heard of, any of these bands so they're just going to stay away right but people that have heard of minor threat chances are they've also heard of gorilla biscuits they've heard of circle jerks they've heard of black flag and they'll get in on it maybe there will be some where they're like i don't recognize that elm cover i mean like well just just don't vote for it um so in in one sense you're kind of right like the ones that are already popular and critically acclaimed are they do have a leg up obviously i don't want to deal with some sort of handicap system we're not going to worry about that um but I, I think some of the weirder ones might have a shot with my friend group, and if you guys share them and we total up those two, you know, you never know. You never know.
0: Hmm. Okay. So we got – what do we got? What do you got? One more – you got any more, any more thoughts, Neil, about this? It's just <laughs> no, a silly it's thing, all, right? it's
1: all, Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm happy now. I'm sedate. Everything, <laughs> everything's good. And
0: tonic's in. He's finally sedate. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: oh, Tom, did I tell you why I was... Uh, I brought up MDC uh, in particular. and I know you guys played a song of theirs on an earlier episode. Oh, I yeah, remember we did I
0: remember a while back,
2: yeah. Um, Did I tell you about why I brought them up to you in particular? mm They might be giants. Mentioned them in a song, believe it or not. See, th- really? these guys... Yeah, John Flansburg, like, for one, I, I don't think they were super into the hardcore scene. They played with, like, a lot of weird... Like, they were playing in the 80s with, like, butthole surfers and sonic Youth, like hmm. nobody knew where to put them because they were just so weird yeah. and like it it's weird to think of that as a bill today but like they were playing with like in like art houses and, and stuff because no venues knew what to make of them but they do mention mdc in a song where um it's uh, it's called rhythm section one ad because nobody knew you know why does this band have like a, a reel-to-reel backing tape you know like where's your drummer where's your bass player like that right off the star people were like what's going on here uh, and it talks about people making assumptions about them and rattles off all these different different things. And he name drops MDC, which is just like a hilarious out of nowhere thing. And when I you know first heard the song, I had no idea who that was. Um, but then looking into it, I'm like, damn, I didn't expect that uh, name oh. drop
0: there. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because you're right. We do live in a bubble here because yeah, like Neil and I both both love MDC and that first record, especially Millions of Dead Cops. Yeah, it's like a stone cold classic, what, 82, 83? eighty two, eighty three. But you're right. I mean, if I go to like Christmas at Grandma's house and <laughs> you're not gonna break to, that like, one out, aunt, yeah, talking to my Aunt Hope and I'm like, yeah, we got Dave Dichter from MDC. She's gonna just, you know, Homer Simpson smiling politely. <laughs> yeah, you know, Hell, e- even if you said like, oh, did you hear,
2: uh, Grandma? Did you hear that new Danzig record? Poof, and they're like, I don't know who that is.
1: Well, no, but no, you know what? The funny thing is, if he plays that and it's the Elvis Presley uh, covers album, she might like it. That would be interesting. She really might be really into like this is- yeah. She said, I remember this when the song
2: first came yeah.
1: out. Interesting
0: <laughs> experiment. Tom yeah. don't even know Tom different.
1: dance with me. Might be just like yeah.
2: that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that might be All good. Right. So we got one more song. Well, we hold, on. Oh,
1: hold on. I'm, I'm I'm not ready to be done yet. Oh, we're just sorry. We're, we're super, super <laughs> early. No, so how did you get so into they might be giants? I'm just interested.
0: Oh, um... Mother dropped him as a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on his
1: on his noggin. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, it's funny, uh, their songs have always kind of, um, well, I, I had a friend who had older siblings, uh, like like much older, like he was a, a much younger uh, brother, and his his brothers and sisters had gotten into, you know, stuff that was, you know, pretty cool for, you know, when he was 13, you know, for a kid to be listening to, you guys were also talking about the Smiths on the last one I was listening to, uh, like the Smiths and, uh, you know, Echo and the Bunnymen and then, you know, and then They Might Be Giants, which again they never seem to fit in anywhere which is super cool but he let me listen to their 1992 album Apollo 18 which came out right after the, the big one Flood that had Birdhouse on it mm-hmm. um, and that was it I mean that, that, that album and I was pretty much listening to like Epifat stuff at the time okay so like Lagwagon was my favorite band for like forever I liked that, that really crisp fast skate punk stuff of the double time beats uh, as a young drummer that was like oh, that was my jam um, but Apollo 18 starts with a song called dig my grave, which is like really fast and distorted distorted vocals, very dark content. And it's only like a minute and 15 seconds long. I'm like, what is this? Like, they're not, uh, I don't think it, they're a punk band. And then the next song comes in, it's like something completely different. And it's like, okay, it was just intriguing to me. Um, that a band could defy genres as much as they do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they went into the alternative poll because they did have some hits. Um, but, really, they've kind of survived on a very self-sufficient DIY kind of thing. Like, they've been putting stuff out on their own label for the past 20 years, ever since they got uh, dropped from Electra in the 90s. And um, I, Frank Black from the Pixies helped get them signed to Electra. I mean, they've got fans that are in, you know, any kind of music that you can think of. You, you know, you'd be surprised. They... They come ac- across as like the, the, the cheap word that people use is like, oh, they're so quirky or whatever. Because right, right, it is right. kind of like, you know, weird and, and a little bit intellectual maybe. But it's all very dark. It's very, very happy sounding songs that are usually about death or some sort of horrible injury. They're just a very... It's it's I weird. Think,
0: I think you might be surprised, Neil, if you gave them a spin. You might you might actually be surprised.
1: For some reason I get yeah. them confused in my head with the dead, the Milkmen. milkman. For some reason they're kind of in no, a, in, a, in a common totally place. Different. No. Do you not well, like Dead milkman? No, not particularly.
0: He does not like mm. Dead milkman. But I do. But that being yeah, said, same. I remember a night so that flood out must have came out about 90 or so.
2: Yeah, their 30th anniversary tour got uh, half canceled because of all this bullshit.
0: Okay, yeah, because they actually sold out two nights in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, not the biggest, not the biggest place in the world, but over a thousand seats mm-hmm. uh, each show. Um, but the two albums, Neil, to put it into perspective, because I actually do like that Flood album quite a bit, and I never Hell, really yeah. listened. To, I, and the other one, Apollo 18, is the other one I mm-hmm. listen to the most, I think. Apollo 18 is that what's called? Yep, am I right on that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I, I, the two albums I listened to for a couple of months straight were Flood. Oh. And Suicidal Tendencies lights camera revolution. Yeah, wow. man. <laughs> so, so. variety, Neil, it's a spice of life.
2: That's the thing I'm I'm, I'm gonna of Giants. Is, is, the fact
0: of the matter is, don't fit I know in Neil anywhere. likes a wide variety of music. He likes Motown music. He likes, I'm sure he you know, does, yeah. He yeah. likes Amy Winehouse, he likes all that stuff. But yes, he's a, uh, but it's, it's one of those things. Everybody's got their own aesthetic, right?
2: Yeah, and they kind of live in their own world, which I think is punk in itself. Like they don't follow trends at all. You know, they they do their own thing and they are their own thing. I mean, you gotta respect that. Like they're they're they don't sound like anybody else. And where are they from? uh, I I
1: don't even know. They're from Brooklyn. They're from Brooklyn. Okay. Yep. Mm Mhm. Is it like how many people in the band?
2: Well, it was a duo, uh, like I said, with the backing track for from eighty two to nineteen ninety four. And then they've had they had some various members backing them, but they've been pretty locked in as a five piece for uh since two thousand four. And I mean they've they've dabbled in all kinds of stuff. They even put out kids' albums and won a Grammy for one of them. They have um I mean Flood went platinum. So they had they had big stuff, but they also have just really really weird stuff with like detuned pianos and these like microtonal things and and time you know and key changes like seven times in a song like all this stuff but it's like it's poppy on the surface but if you actually pay attention uh, there's a lot going on
0: that's why I was like the song dead
2: yeah <laughs>
0: very yeah. dark very dark Hutch, but very quirky
2: Hutch Harris from the thermals did uh, that episode mm. you listened to the one that so, Colin from Mustard plug was on right I have not should I yeah, me and him actually collaborated on a cover of it. It's uh, the song's called Man It's So Loud in Here. I don't get
4: one.
2: Yeah, uh well it's from uh, the album The like Mink Car that came out in two thousand one. So he's like a Lifer fan. He's he's been on a, you know with them for the whole time. Um and he actually got me in touch with some more of his, his ska friends. Uh a dude from Big D and the Kids Table is gonna be on and a guy from Planet Smashers is gonna be on. Oh, good uh, ska guys, you know, yeah, it's
0: uh it's Can't get away from it's the freaking, ska.
2: Well, you know, they might be giants. You know, John Linnell, the guy that plays keyboard and accordion, he also plays a lot of saxophone, too. So, like, horn oh, guys are pretty strong circle. to all the
0: saxes. Yeah.
2: So I'm going to get my accordion real quick for a nice little uh, <laughs> soothing closing song.
0: <laughs> What's your last song, Neil? What's your last
2: song? I um, have accordions.
1: It is going to be hardcore band out of Chicago, Articles of Faith, oh, from 80s. the early 80s, um, with the song Bad Attitude. So there you go. It sums things up. <laughs> bad attitude you know what the great, <laughs> thing,
0: you know what the great thing is that, that bad man, attitude and you and of I faith. talked about this Neil. Yes. articles of faith are the most humorless pricks yes but man they were good weren't they yes oh, that <laughs> they song were. is so great
1: yeah the most intense lead singer I've ever seen he came and yelled in my face one time it was uh
2: it was pretty intense Yep. Like mm. about something, or I mean, from the stage? Oh no, he... from the snow.
1: He was then he jumps in. He's one of those guys that jumps in the audience with the microphone and like uh, screams in people's faces. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So and uh, this okay. and this was in like a this is like a church hall with like again, if it was just like a bunch of jocks or he was playing some kind of regular festival or something, I could see him getting angry at everybody. But this yeah. is like in a hall in Champagne, urbana with like twenty punk rockers. So I don't know why he was screaming at us, but because we oh, were kind man. of on his side. But what are you going to do?
2: Champagne. I played some shows there myself. It's, yeah. uh, it's a cool town to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had some friends friends that went to U of I. I mean, it's um, been a long time since I was down there, but same, yeah. So, uh, so great. yeah, that's funny. That's that's one thing that I, I I turns me off about some hardcore bands is that they take themselves too seriously. That's why something like The Descendants kind of speaks to me, where it's like, you know, they do get a little bit political, but they also like, what else is going in my uh, in my my life? You know, oh, I got fucking dumped, whatever. You know, I'm a teenager, I'm angry about it. The song is about being dumped. You know, it doesn't all have to be about Reagan.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's, it's kind of weird when they're 60 years old and they're still playing that song about yeah, you know, sure. being a teenager being no. dumped. <laughs> well, and I, I kind of feel the same way about,
0: about Trump. is it weird to sing about Reagan, though? When, when but don't, don't you think it's kind of the same thing with the hardcore songs about Trump? It, Trump it's like, it's so low-hanging fruit at this yeah. point. Yeah. That it's sort of lazy. It's like I mean I don't mind if they do it, but they gotta have a decent angle.
1: Yeah, they gotta be. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, the, you want them the, to be the angry Trump though, though fa- right?
0: The Trump is a fascist song. It's just it's just not fresh anymore, you know. Personally, I think a putting real
2: people's names into a song is a way to just date it immediately, yeah. and you know, hopefully he won't be in office, you know, in in eight months. But like so. Sing a song. You can sing a song inspired by your hatred of what he does and what he stands for, but don't say Trump in it. Like that's just—it's yeah. just too. It's lazy, honestly.
1: Oh, yeah. you, you could do is what Dead Kennedys did, right? And they just changed the lyrics to California Uber Alice between the sing- <laughs> sure, between sure, the original sure. single but, and the album.
0: But, but it works. <laughs> yeah, you know, it worked in the '80s. I think because hardcore felt like such a flash in time, where like yeah. it wasn't going to survive more than two or three years. And everybody, but, yeah. Was now against that you. it's forty yeah. years old. I mean, you can obviously look at the bigger picture. So yeah, I don't know. So Greg, la- yeah. parting th- parting thoughts. The um, fifth, no, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna your ask you your parting that. thoughts. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna tell you your parting thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the uh, so the regular punk news podcast, which you and I have both been a part of, you not so much lately for you, but I've been involved with it for five or six years, and you've been involved with it for longer than that. We are going to be having our 500th episode here, which is obviously oh, a major milestone in, I think, three goodness. weeks. Will you be joining us for that? Oh, if
2: I'm invited. I don't know if John can stand to have me around.
0: <laughs> Man,
2: <laughs> I is is remember editing, editing to, episode to 300 here. in Spain. <laughs> where, I was in Spain where, and abouts, I was that. Where,
1: whereabouts in Spain were you?
2: What's that?
1: Whereabouts in oh, Spain. Uh,
2: Uh, Mainly, we were there in Madrid because my wife was at a conference there. But then we rented a car and went around southern. uh, She's
0: a Spanish. She's a Spanish teacher, right?
2: Spanish professor. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah,
0: my favorite. We were supposed to
2: be there. Yeah, Spain is amazing. We were supposed to be there for six weeks this summer. She was supposed to bring a group of Purdue students there um, for a course. So that got canceled. Uh, so everything we were going to, you know, bring our daughter? She going
0: to leave you home with the baby? Oh, you were going to bring your daughter? No, we were all going. going.
2: We were all going. Oh, that got canceled. Man. Sorry. Yeah, it's 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 awful. But, yeah, that was my dedication to the Punk News Podcast when I was the producer. Uh, I actually had food. I got food poisoning. And Cara's, like, at this conference. And I'm, like, between puking my guts out, I'm editing this goddamn podcast
0: <laughs> for a stupid punk site. Why? Just what you wanted to
1: do for free. Yeah, it's great. For
0: free. Yes, for free. <laughs> yeah, right. free. Uh... All right. Well, anyway, you know, if you have a party thought, please... Go ahead now. You can have your parting thought. I was just, oh, I was just yeah. curious
2: about that. Oh, I just wanted to thank you guys for helping me out with this. And um, you know, and when, whenever you want to put this out, I can kind of line up this uh, little tournament with it. And yeah, I would encourage you guys to share it with your Facebook friends, too, to get a wide swath I, of You and I photos. together don't
0: have half as many Facebook friends as you do, pal.
2: But yep. still, it'll put more of the And they're the... probably both of them are all the
0: same people, probably. <laughs> it'll it'll
2: put... <laughs> get Maybe. There. It'll put more of the Elder Statesman punks in in there um, to help out the... Uh, the. Well, I'm pl- you know, know what?
1: I am pleasantly surprised that every band you've mentioned I've heard of. Like, some some of my other friends, <laughs> they'll talk about hardcore bands, and I haven't heard of a single one of them. Like, these well, ones from Emil, the last I 10 the, years or something. I made
0: the list, dude. I made the list. So yeah. Oh, well, there you go. There. On the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you, should yeah, look it, you should look it over. I, sh- I shared it with you, so...
2: I know basically yeah when but I it's, first it's, messaged it, Tom I'm like here's the 10 that I really like now you come up with the rest and you know and I look at it and you're there's a liar. There's, never there's, there's some on 10. here yeah. <laughs> yeah I can tell you that I know out of these <laughs> no, what do we awesome. got on here 62 I know at least 20 of them very well There you go <laughs> But Including I'm going to recently MDC I'm going to make a big no, man, they my pajamas got me into MDC back in the mid, I don't know, late 90s. Um Oh,
0: that long ago. Oh, okay. That yeah, long ago, like recently.
2: man. Oh. No, no, no. It they they the name drop was in a song from 1986 that they did. So there mm. was like they were a current band at the time, you know. Mm. Um Yeah, uh they were contemporaries. Now, but anyway, uh thanks for helping me put this together and I will I'm going to do my research to make a sweet Spotify playlist of uh one go. song from each of these albums here it'll be a good listen. and people that only know the big stuff that check out the tournament can click over to that playlist and uh be educated on the hardcore by mr tom trauma and uh neil yeah, yeah well, uh, if you look at there and there's anything we want to add um yeah we can we can the, the team team up on it
1: okay sounds there good No, have, have you guys ever heard of a band called insight because that's who these friends of mine were talking about and i would never even fucking heard I've of, heard insight. of one, but i don't know no oh. They were get excited about some new Insight album, and I'm like, am I really? Well, there's you know there's it?
0: these new like like Angel Dust is a new one that I hear a lot of people talking about, and I mm-hmm. like some of the newer ones like Red Death and and uh, Candy and some of these bands I think are pretty cool, but to me they're a little different than what I try to put together. It's definitely a classic. Yeah, best hardcore was in the 80s. I mean, yes, phones. good yeah. man,
1: good man. We'll and no I, there, there was
0: a few, yeah. ni- was a few <laughs> 90s things in there, but for the most part, it was 80s, definitely. Even yeah. like, but like, because like, where do you draw the line? Because I put like the, the first discharge full length. I think that's a classic album. I call, that's a hardcore album, right? I know they call it UK82, but ultimately it's a mm-hmm. hardcore album. Mm-hmm.
4: Interesting. So,
1: that's an interest. that's a whole another topic, I think.
0: I mean, right? like Verukers, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Where do you draw the line, Neil? I don't know. Yeah, it's and punk, there, That's punk there'll... rock to me. I don't know. And you, you know think I that, do. They have... discharge that is so medley, though. Neil. Oh
1: no, you were just in the Verruca's, You said.
0: Oh, Ver... but Veruca's a very similar style, mm. especially their LPS. Maybe not the singles, but this episode could go all night. It could. They all could <laughs> go all night. Closing that's thoughts. Except, well, a... a...
1: <laughs> <minute. laughs> <laughs> right. It might a or might not be recording out. right now. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: that's right. It'll give a little extra length. will give us, you know, give Neil a chance to edit out some of the chippy parts. That's what she said. where's my chip chip? Exactly. So, all right. Cool. Thanks for coming on, Greg Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. We enjoyed talking to you, and uh, we will uh, talk to all of the rest of you soon. Yep, like real soon, probably. Yeah,
1: yeah, real soon.
0: (laughs) Smell you later. Yeah. Bye bye.